Hey everybody, welcome back to Oops the Podcast. Francis Ellis joined by Giulio Gallarotti. That is who I am. Good to see you, pal. <laughs> What's up, dude? Well, I've got a little bit of a sore throat, a little mm. bit of a... I'm not feeling great, mm. but I didn't even tell you about it. You know why? Why? Because if I gave you COVID, I wouldn't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. That's where we're at. I No, I agree, though. That is where we're at. COVID has become sort of like the HPV <laughs> of, of uh, you know, it's just, uh, everyone's got it. It's not going to hurt you unless you're elderly and immunocompromised. I don't think I have it. I, it do, you know, it doesn't feel like certainly the way it was, but you never know. And uh, I just didn't even feel like telling you. That's all right. Um, <laughs> it is. I am, mean, am I an asshole? I don't think. What would we have done? We wouldn't have done anything. Yeah, I don't. So I don't think that like we're still at the point where we do what you're doing right now. <laughs> oh, we haven't reached that. I don't know if we have. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Actually, I I actually don't care. By the way, I, I am kidding. I I really don't think I. This is not COVID. Okay. I think it's a sore throat from yelling all weekend. Oh. I was doing a lot of yelling. Were you? Yeah. Sierra was away, so I really let the. You're I took running, the. Oh, I took the lid off. T-shirt. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> T-shirt. Oh yeah. I was screaming. I was yelling. I was, you know, just really being loud. Yeah. Sometimes, it, sometimes when when the wife is away, you get to you get to be loud. Yeah, Because if she's here and you're loud, that's it's worries the neighbors. Worries the neighbors. Yeah. But if they, they, you know, as long as she's away, it's not really abuse. <laughs> Well, dude, to your point about COVID things, like my flight to Europe, no maskage involved at any step of that. Yeah. Not in the airport, not on the plane, not on either plane, and not in any of the three countries that nice. I was in. Nice. On the way back, had to wear them, which was actually annoying at that point. It's like, sure. can we all just get on board with the no masks at yeah. this point? Literally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can we all just get on board with no oh, masks at this point? Talking about air travel literally works there. That's very good. It works there. That's very. I'm going to catch good. that every fucking time from now on. That was very good. Um. So anyway, so like at this point, it's like you run around, you live your life, and uh, you know if you get the vid, it happens, and live to play another day. Live to play it on. Just time. hope you're not, and especially now that you don't have to test to come back to America, bro. Right. Like. Right. If you're feeling really shitty, no matter what you're sick with, you're probably not going to fly. Right. And if you're feeling all right, just, you know, fucking yep. hop so on and let, let, let her rip. I, I saw Julio this weekend. We have a lot to unpack. <clears throat> but I, the first thing I want to say in light of air travel, as, which is something we often talk about, is uh, we got a quick, quick credit card update. So oh, yeah. I got the Delta Amex reserve card, mm -hmm. the purple monster. The perp. The perp. The perp, the drank, <laughs> the purple drank, and the purple drank, and uh, you know, steep yearly fee, but definitely gives you better status if you can achieve that on the standby list for upgrades to first class. So I'm willing to suck it up because that's what my entire life has become: is <laughs> just waiting to be told you've been upgraded. Yeah, yeah, that's what I live for. It hasn't happened yet. You've never had it happen. No, really, that's so crazy. <clears throat> no and, and i'm not even being like oh you never <laughs> yeah i'm just saying like you seem like a guy who would have the pieces in place for this to be possible but i'm glad that you've put, that's a very nice thing to say you put your best foot forward i'm trying god damn it i really <laughs> am mad at myself for not doing this sooner in the year because 
you your card spend all those benefits start january 1st and i picked it up in whatever may or something and you picked so, it up in the second quarter yeah right, six man the of game. the year but yeah we'll see <laughs> jamal crawford we'll see here. if i could you know, pick it up <laughs> but the point is you know I'm, I'm bragging to julio about this and of course julio always a step ahead Dude, he goes you think that's cool that's not cool that's not what happened but that's i don't want it to seem like this is a tit for tat credit card dick measuring contest we had previously spoken about the reserve card yes i was not replying to your reserve cardage no you you know why because you're because you're better than me you don't have to talk to me with my stupid purple credit card i'm not you know what you you did you did the metaphorical shutting of the curtain between <laughs> me and my goddamn economy plus seats and your upgraded business class seats okay continue sorry so okay so no so i knew that francis had now gotten on the perp train um and because i knew that our buddy brent had sent me this article about this sort of like sick version of the perp that now exists mm -hmm. and if there's no difference all you have to do is like call to make it happen yeah. uh so i didn't seem like it would be annoying of me to share the news with francis i was simply sharing the wealth because it would have been fucked up if we were sitting here one day and i pulled and i unsheathed this sick new formerly perp now the swaggy ass plain metal version of the perp yeah so so tell us okay. about so so tell us about this it's a special edition version of the perp <laughs> And you told me about this, and I have not slept since you told me about it. Did you get on the phones? I have not yet, but only because I've had a, a gravelly voice, and I wanted them to take me seriously. <laughs> so I don't know what the deal is. I don't know if it's like a limited number of them. So I made sure to make that call as soon as I could. I, I'm sure you're still fine. But basically, they have, they're doing the special edition perp, which is made out of plain metal. Plain metal. It's black. It's just super sick. It's made out of shards of the plane that went down in Pennsylvania on 9-11. Really? No. Oh, I didn't even catch that part. I was like, damn, I didn't, Chris read, was I like, didn't read thoroughly. Chris was like, don't like this. Don't like where <laughs> this is going. <laughs> I mean, it'd be pretty fucked up if it were... You're like, yo, check this out. <laughs> ...made from downed planes. <laughs> yeah, I know. That would actually be super This fun. card comes from the Andes Mountain Range. <laughs> This one here is from Telluride, that horribly difficult runway that we make a lot of cards from there. Anyway, uh, okay. Nice, dude. So, yeah, so pieces of... Pieces of the plane. Plane. Uh, and it just looks sick, dude. I've, I've been bitching about the way that the perp looks, dude. It's just like a fucking soft-ass-looking card, dude. Mm. I don't want to pull this purple chase sapphire looking ass card out of my shit dude yeah. it's just not a good look so i've been trying my best to just get through my minimum with the perp so that i can go back to a presentable card and then this has completely flipped it on its head as brent would say it's changed the way that the perp's gonna operate <laughs> brent fucking brent why didn't he hit me up I know we need to open a chain of communication I between I me and Brent. I'll throw you guys in the group Because chat. the fact that he did not let me know about the black box fragment <laughs> perp replacement special edition Charizard holographic credit card 
makes me feel like he's not the friend I thought he was. Dude, I shared the intel almost exactly when I received it uh, to make sure. And there was a moment where I thought about it. I'm like, is this something you keep in the breast pocket or is this something you share with the boys? Mm. And then I realized it is something that you share with certain boys. Yeah. You were one of them. And all those boys out there listening <laughs> to Oops the Podcast. But by the time this episode airs, it's probably too late. For the perp? You're going to have to wait for the next... Uh, line of boeings to come out (laughs) with critical mechanical flaws oh my god (laughs) (laughs) God. Uh, i think we're sticking with those with those jokes i I stand by them yeah they're good they're good not for nothing um if there were a let's call it one of one card to be made the most acclaimed the most respected the most revered plane crash of all time was flight 93 without a doubt yeah yeah united 93 have you ever seen that movie yes i can't believe it came out as soon as it did it was way too soon even how young that. i was i was like jesus dude well they did that one and then they did the one of the two i think firefighters with nick cage that got trapped oh yeah under a mountain of rubble yeah dude geez. and were were rescued yeah i uh that one was called. I forget it was what it was called. September 11th or something. Um, I think. So. Dude, I think. I'm pretty sure I watched that with Pete too. Mm. It was like so, like a sadistic Ooh, thing. He's like, let's watch the 9/11 movie, and we all were kind of like uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Uh, That's tough. But I respect his effort to kind of normalize that experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. but dude, yeah, United 93 felt like it was too soon at the time. I was sort of like, I had a high tolerance for disturbing cinema. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I since have lost the urge for it. Mm. Now, I still like fucked up shit, but not stuff that's like so real and hits so close to home. Um, Right. You know, so whatever. I thought that movie was actually very good. Um, You know, it was shot in a sort of cinema verite way, almost like the way the Blair Witch Project was. Yeah, You know, it was sort of like cameras just among the madness and melee. That said, it's 90 minutes of hell. Yeah. It is so stressful as a movie. Dude. And uh, pretty amazing what the what those people did on that plane. Yeah, dude. I, honestly, like, you saw, I, have, like deg- I had, like, degrees of separation to, like, one of the people who was on the plane. It was, like, really? a husband of someone my mom worked with. Yeah, like, super fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um. Not that it makes the experience more intense for me. I didn't know the guy. But, dude, I mean, to your point, every step of that is painful. Even seeing sort of like the mastermind people being involved and like sort of seeming like normal people, Mm -hmm. that to me like was stuck with me. Also, like the phone calls from the plane thing. Like, it's unwatchable. I don't know that I'll ever be able to watch that movie again. No, I would never watch it again. I don't think I could watch it again. I wouldn't watch it again. Uh, It's too fucked up. Especially now when you get to the point where like, you know, you sort of have your own family almost kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think of the type of person who's like, yo, you got to see this movie. Let's watch it again. Dude. I watched it, I watched it like four times this year. Like, dude, what? Dude. What kind of a monster. What kind of fuck? Yeah, dude. Watches that movie so many times. Dude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Big start. All right. Well, then, um, moving on. Yeah. Guys. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, 
I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. Um, so dude, okay, where, where, where to start? We have a lot of good co- stuff to cover. Can I just tell you about this thing I did yesterday? Please, please. So you've seen it. Oh, the, the thing in the traffic. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I have so many thoughts too. So I was driving back from, from golf. And there was heavy traffic. Where'd you play, by the way? Bayonne, my club. So you're now, are, are you driving directly there? A lot of the time I do. Okay. Yeah, because now that, you know, I'm going to Tesla. <laughs> so. Yeah, we, we our lease ran up on that BMW that we were borrowing and, uh, or that we were leasing. And, and so I bought, uh, we bought a used Tesla. Sick. Yeah. So what's the, what's the preferred route? Out there? driving go yeah. through the holland tunnel got it and then just jump on just really quick like 28 minutes sick um but on the way back as you're coming back in there's always traffic going into the holland tunnel mm-hmm. and sometimes it's only it's only in you know in right up to the holland tunnel but sometimes it goes all the way up the the highway sort of call it all the way up the off ramp down towards the tunnel and there's a curve, and depending on where the traffic starts, you just know how bad of a weight you're in for. And then this one was deep. Mm-hmm. This one was deep. So all of the cars know the deal. I believe New Jersey has the highest suicides per capita in the country. Come on, is this that right? has to contribute to it? Yeah, I believe so. New Jersey? Can you double check that, Chris? I'm fairly certain. I looked this up the other day. I think per you know hundred thousand people or something, it's the state with the highest suicide rate. That's interesting. <clears throat> I would have thought, yeah, we don't have Ryan here today, by the way, so no facts with Ryan. But Chris, Maybe we can do facts Chris with Chris. Chris filling in. Facts with Chris, but Chris has got a lot. He's manning the whole ship himself. Um, so. No. So Wyoming, Alaska, Montana, New No, Mexico. but I think that that is, I, I did what you're doing right now. I think it's reversed. I think that you're reading the place with the least, unless I'm completely no. wrong. It's it says 30.5 in Wyoming per year. Per capita? Right. So yeah. it's like the number of suicides Per population. Um, okay, we'll per cir- like hundred thousand people. <clears throat> we'll circle back to this. Um, we'll circle back to. This. We'll circle back. Okay, so I'm waiting in traffic. Right mm-hmm. there is a breakdown lane, a shoulder, as some people insisted it is called, and I'm sitting there, you know, minding my own business, <laughs> and a car whizzes by. On the shoulder. Whizzes. Brutal. Flies. Right? And I said, I've had enough. (laughs) Not today. (laughs) Not on my watch. Would be cutters. You know, I just, I just had had enough. I, I, this, I've watched this happen all the time. People cheat. They're cheating society. And, and let me add a couple (laughs) things. Okay. The shoulder on the, uh, this particular part of the, the highway ends, okay? It does not run all the way to the toll booths in front of the Holland Tunnel. It doesn't even run all the way 
to the end of the highway before you head into the sort of toll booth entrance area. It it merges in, right? So it it it, it ends well before that. And anyone who's ever driven on this road knows that. So anyone who's trying to play the, oh, we're using a third lane, or maybe we have an emergency that will that means we need to get in, we need to cut all this traffic to get my pregnant wife to the hospital, or any of those things. You're only gaining three hundred more yards, and right. all these people, I would guess, know that. Mm. Okay, it's very clear that this is not a an unending shoulder, right? That runs parallel. It it just ends, and and everyone has to merge in, zipper merge in, or whatever. Makes it worse. Which which yeah, they're right. just they're cutting everybody. Right. It's as basic as that. They're and it's just an, it's an emotional response too, because it's not you like you said they're not making much progress. Yep. Yep. So I veered my car halfway out into the shoulder <laughs> such that no other cars would be able to do this. And within <laughs> 20 seconds, they came a calling. They were on me. I mean, I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, I wonder if it was just that one asshole. Am I being ridiculous? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The floodgates opened and all of a sudden i had a massive black cadillac uh you know suv i saw that dude uh driving up my ass so honking his horn flashing his lights doing the kind of things you would expect someone to do if they did have a medical emergency right but i looked back and it was just one man there was no one else in the car and he was going like this you know, palms up, like, come on, what are you doing? As if to say, like, I, you know, this is another lane. In, if it had been medical emergency, either he would have gotten, gotten out, out of, of the, the car, car, in which case I would, of course, have let yes. him pass. Or if it had been any kind of uh, ambulance, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was so certain this was not a medical emergency. <laughs> and we were heading into the tunnel. Like, I, I don't know, it was... So I was I just immediately put my head down, turned up the new Drake album and drowned them out. <laughs> and the there was a white SUV to my left back in the full lane, right? And I'm driving now parallel to them and there was two ladies and they looked at me and they gave me a thumbs up. <laughs> so we drove as a blockade. We drove as a blockade together, just completely matching each other's speed. And I knew they would let me back in once uh, we finally got to the end of this. Dude, that's insane. And, uh, dude, it was a deeply satisfying moment. I was watching that and I was just like, I was blown away at your sort of like ability to get involved in such a confrontational situation. It's really confrontational. (laughs) It's really risky. But good for you, dude. I mean, that is really satisfying for the people who are too afraid to do that. Yeah. The onlookers. It's amazing how many people brought up that I was potentially blocking uh, pregnant families from getting the hospital. Dude, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you had content to make, bro. Well, sure, but <laughs> but also I was, you know, you can only watch so many cars cheat before you're like, there just aren't that many women in labor on this road, right? You know what I mean? It's not all. Pregnant families rushing to the hospital. Mm-hmm. This is a lot of people cutting, and they're 
they're they're riding the coattails of goodwill. They're kind of manipulating that one loophole. Is this going to become the new alternate side parking? I don't think so. Francis just making gems behind the wheel. Dude. I don't think I can do this often, man, agreed, unless agreed. I get a gun. It's I know. Yeah, you're going to end up getting... Or had a pickup truck. Like you got to have a bigger car. You have to be prepared to fight. You really do. <laughs> it's you... a good thing you took fighting lessons in LA exactly. in the parking lot. Exactly. <laughs> you're ready to go, dude. <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> you know, you you feel very self-conscious about the the how small your car is when you're doing this. <laughs> uh, the first car to come up to behind me to do it was was a ba- big black SUV and I was I was very intimidated. Yeah. Because if he just decides like fuck this guy and starts bumping me, I'm I'm out of there. If they were god forbid they were to start like nudging my back fender, I mean first of all, I can't really like I can't take that risk. Right? But also that was another piece of it, which is that I knew the car behind me was a beautiful what's the what's the name of the car? Is it Escalade? Yeah, it was a beautiful shiny black Cadillac Escalade. This guy was probably late to pick people up or something. It looked like a car that you would use for a car, Airport really nice car service. Yeah. yeah. And um and I knew he wasn't gonna risk scratching his car. Right. I felt confident in that. Right. That was solid. You know, uh if this thing had just been some beat to shit Toyota Corolla, you I would be, be like, This guy's got nothing to lose. Uh-huh. I don't want to play this game. Uh-huh. I'm not playing chicken with a a chicken. So how did you end up rejoining just when the natural, like you said, the shoulder ended? You just joined? Yeah. So, so there were some interesting things that happened. We, we went up another 300, 400 yards, which took, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Oh, my God. It was long. That's how, that's how slowly traffic was crawling. Dude, this is almost a would you rather. Like, would you rather sit in still traffic blocking people for 20 minutes or something else? terrible yeah yeah Yeah. and we got up there and all of a sudden there was a car accident that had happened and there were two pulled over cars in the shoulder got it so now i had to get around them oh my god and so the white the ladies in the white car let me back in i came back in we got around the two stopped cars and it looked as though it was an accident that had happened as a result of, of this shoulder misbehavior. Like somebody ripping through the shoulder and somebody attempting to Someone do the same. Someone either coming to do the same or to block right. them or the person uh, ripping down the shoulder trying to merge back in and maybe somebody standing up at that point to their injustice nice. and saying, no, I'm not letting you in and them not agreeing. Because if you're aggressive enough to cheat like that, to just say other people's needs are not, his time is not as valuable as mine. I'm going to cheat and drive down the shoulder. Then you're probably somebody who is willing to merge back in without proper permission. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to lie. There have been times in my life where I have accidentally realized too late that I needed to turn somewhere. Right. And mm-hmm. so I needed to merge back into a different lane. And it may have appeared that I had cut. Right. Because the, the lane that I was in was moving freely. And, and uh, you know, I, I do make a point not to actually cruise, you know, in a legal lane and then merge late because how can I be an arbiter of justice if I'm not uh, drinking the Kool-Aid myself, mm-hmm. right? That seems, that's hypocrisy it's at its finest. But in those occasions where I've made that mistake and only realized it late, I will turn my head so far around that I'm like an owl, you know, and I'll look at the car behind me or out to the left 
and I'll go, ah, I'm so sorry. Can I come <laughs> back in? And they'll give you the wave. Mm-hmm. They'll give you the wave if you're a human being about it. Mm-hmm. Now, some of those ne'er-do-wells could also do that. They could do it. Could let people in. They could go the wrong uh, way no, uh. and be like, ah, I made a mistake. I accidentally drove 400 yards skipping traffic without realizing that this was a breakdown lane. So that's important. Can I come in? There's an important distinction. So if you're in a breakdown lane doing this, you are a fucking, you know, you're a bad person. <laughs> you're being a bad boy or a bad girl. Yeah. If you're in a regular lane and doing it, you're not as bad. It can still be bad. Now, I'll I'll do it sometimes, dude, but only when I see that there's like a true accordion thing happening mm-hmm. and I can easily slide into the lane because someone's given ample space. Yeah. It, you run the risk of never having that, but you can kind of gauge it. Mm-hmm. If you're in a position where you need to uh, make the uh, face, yeah. you don't want to be in that position. No. But, you know, that's do a good what point. You do. For the for the record, this breakdown lane it did not have those sort of striated zebra patterned lines it, it or that it didn't have a rumble strip nor <laughs> did it nor was it nor was it clearly denoted as like a shoulder oh okay so the only way that you would have known that this but was it a, is shoulder, a shoulder oh it's 100% For sure. a shoulder okay. and here's how you yeah, would know no, there's no zebra lines on the shoulder like would you mean like the line break line break is that what you mean by zebra strike that's like a passing lane Never mind. Sorry. Uh, what I no no just like a, no, no. a solid strike. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes on the shoulder you'll have white lines that are perpendicular to the cars. Perpendicular to the cars. They'd be we're driving like this. And this car, you'd and have we're like, driving that way. You'd have li- light lines like that. I've never seen that. You'll notice it, especially when there's like. Especially when there's an off ramp, like an exit, uh-huh. right after that, there will typically be like if the roads diverge like that, there yeah. will be those white lines along the. You'll see. Interesting. Now I'm gonna start noticing. You'll it notice everywhere those now. now. Yeah. Um. So, point is, even if someone were to be a psychopath, cut a whole bunch of the line, and at least have the decency to lie to me, and say, <laughs> "Oops, ah, made a mistake." Can you let me in? I'm willing to allow it on under the pretense simply of at least you're playing the game. Right. Okay. At least you at least you're a psychopath. I don't believe that you passed 400 stopped cars that were waiting in line and didn't have the thought, "Oh, oh shit, I might not be why is there why do I have this secret exit passageway?" Right. That no one else is utilizing mm-hmm. until the very end moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I, I did do this and it has blown up. It's blown up <laughs> on Twitter. It blew up on my Instagram. And the last thing I'll say uh, is that there is a piece of the Brooklyn Queens Expressway. Every time I land at LaGuardia, I have to take an Uber home to my apartment. And there's a piece of the BQE where you have to get off. And the traffic for this off ramp, it'll be moving fast. But the line, the 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 people know this is coming, and they'll line up. This is the Tillery Street exit, for like, right? yeah, I think so. And the, the, there's a sneaky second left lane. Is that what you're going? to There is this? no left lane. Not left. It lane. might there's, not there's be. There's two. There's two things. So when you merge this in, isn't the, this okay. isn't Tillery sorry, Street. Sorry, sorry. I know the Tillery Street one. Mm-hmm. This one is before that. Got it. 
And if you if you you know you have to get off here, you see that the cars have stopped and have lined up to 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 be in line and play by the rules for like half a mile. Mm-hmm. I think let's call it two tenths of a mile leading up to the exit. And yet a lot of cars will pretend that they're just zooming along, they're not taking the exit, they're not taking the exit. And at the very last second, where those yellow barrels that are filled with water. I do think we're talking about the same thing, dude. Maybe not, but I. It, we might be. It's too eerily exactly similar, yeah. but it's easy to pull the fast one at this exit. It, and it, everybody does it. A lot of people do. Including my dad. My yeah. entire life did this. Did he? <laughs> yep. Big G. He's a savage behind the wheel, dude. Unbelievable. Everybody says that when he gets to the city, he his like savage mode gets turned on because otherwise he's been driving like a senior citizen my entire life. He'll start talking. He'll be going 40 miles an hour on the highway. And you're like, dude, are you fucking serious? Yeah. But in the city, he's a fucking animal. Wow. I know. Sorry, dude. Sorry, well, sorry to it is what it is. I'm sure there are good people that still do this. <laughs> sorry <move>. to interrupt. <laughs> no, that's okay. But my point is that there is a, a, a very sizable piece of white line painted, uh, you know, divider from, from the off ramp versus the bqe mm-hmm. versus the main road and in front of you know where those two meet or diverge rather there's uh all those yellow buckets mm-hmm. the big yellow buckets that are filled with water in case somebody were to drive full speed into you know and crash into it right um and in front of those buckets there's that white painted triangle of lines and i have thought very seriously about bringing a let's call it a like a picnic table or like a folding plastic <laughs> table with a beach chair and an umbrella and blocking anyone who would <laughs> merge in right there and just sit there for like an hour and my question for you and like maybe put up a sign that says like cheaters must pay like a five dollar fee to, to cut <laughs> or something like that now, my question for you would be, how long could I last out there before someone tried to fight me? Oh, man. You, dude, I think it could go like either way. You might last the whole day and never get in a fight, or you might get in a fight in like 10 minutes. I think it'd be quick. You think so? I think I'd be in trouble really fast. Because you're calling people out on cheating. You're putting their backs against a wall mm-hmm. because then they have nowhere to go. Right. Do you yeah, know what I they'll mean? They'll miss the exit. Like you can only block one car, and then all of a sudden you've created traffic because there's going to be a line thing, of dude. cheaters behind him. The, the people who miss the exit will come back to fight you. <laughs> they will get off of yeah. the next exit and come back around. Yeah, and they might even bring the fucking heat with them, dude. Now, <laughs> is there <laughs> pop, pop, some pop. amount of kind of uh, self defense that I could take to to make this a do- a doable strategy? What would I? What could I have? A baseball bat, a bulletproof vest. I'd need. <laughs> I'd need to really get armed. I think that like the most likely scenario is you getting shot. To be honest, because that's anything that's the easiest to get away with in that scenario. Where you? Where are you going to park your car to get out and fight you? You're just going to get shot. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get shot. It I, would I wonder, be great content though, dude. What if I just put like a rumble strip out? High risk, high reward. Or like a spiked strip and punctured people's tires oh, and then filmed it from the woods. Oh, like remotely, like get a ring camera? From like 100 yards away. <laughs> I think there's an overpass right before it. If I, if I got a telephoto lens. That's definitely a crime. It is. 
<laughs> but I think cheating and merging like that's probably a crime too. Probably a much lesser one. Yeah. But yeah. Because you can always play the defense of, I didn't realize until the last second that I needed to get off at this exit. I made a mistake. I'm sorry. It's Yeah, it doesn't seem widely enforced that you shouldn't be doing that. Whereas maliciously vandalizing people's cars. Yeah. While, you know, noble in its own right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Perhaps a case of two wrongs don't make a right. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's that. Um, dude, did you did you airdrop the ladies in the SUV a thank you video? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> when they let you back in. I did not. <laughs> I never you think to do any kind of airdrop yeah. communication ever. At, at, I don't know. Airdropping in general kind of spooks me a little. <laughs> Chris, what's up? Um, Julio, so I have bad news for you. I think you were sorting it the wrong way because new jersey is the last state okay so i think this is what i think this is why that is i was thinking about this wyoming is the least populated state so well, by, this is per capita exactly so i i think i was wrong about the per capita we need to look at sheer volume of suicides i also have but that. this and it's not new jersey this is why statistics can be misleading by the way it's california texas florida pennsylvania ohio new york georgia so which is also like most populous right. states yeah yeah well i can go fuck myself Sorry, man. Thank you. No, it's all right. This is why we No, I listen next I'll time. I'm curious how I came to that conclusion. Let's let's just not fact check next time. Because <laughs> then you're then you would be correct. True. This is true. Yeah. This is true. The absence of information. You're just <laughs> right. I'm just right. Um, okay. Well, cool. That's good. Uh dude, and that's a nice rule of threads to you rocking there. Let's say the same to you, Mr. Uh, rule of Threads. We didn't even do this on purpose. Yeah. We're wearing various styles of rule of threads t shirts. Yeah, and we didn't arrange it because we really enjoy wearing the couple of rule of threads heads over here <laughs> playing by the rules, dude. They make some really quality menswear and apparel, all the basics that you need. Just clean, premium menswear basics, man. That's exactly right. What else do you need? I look at this T-shirt and I say, it's not that complicated. It's basic. That's what I want. I want to be on the level, looking sharp. Looking sweet. Rule of threads is it answers every question I possibly could have. Dude, their stuff's very sick. Uh, not to mention, like, I'll occasionally just shop the website because... Uh, they're adding new stuff all the time. Because they're adding new stuff all the time. Yeah. Which is really fun. Um, but lots of new styles, lots of new t-shirts. Not to mention, I noticed a tech jacket pop up the other day. Damn. And it's sick, dude. That sounds pretty good. Look at this thing. Yeah, show me that tech it's jacket. sick, right? Look Can you that. do tech stuff in it? You, you sure can. Are we talking, you know, computer programming or are we talking rappelling down a mountain? I think you could do whatever you want in this thing. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that handsome devil. That thing's beautiful. Yeah, look that good on us. That guy's hot. Yeah. Uh, dude, um, really, really good. Great polo shirts. Uh, great joggers. And they keep launching new products. Their summer stuff's great. Looking forward to their stuff from the fall. Uh, just really, really good. So go to rulethreads.com. Um, do promo code OOPS. You'll get 15% off of your order from everything on the site. Uh, it's rulethreads.com, promo code OOPS. Um, you know, we love it. We wear it all the time. And you should probably do the same. Trust us. <laughs> uh, well, our ladies had a time. They had a big weekend. Speaking of which, I don't know if you guys caught this yesterday when I debuted Plantsus. Somebody said, replied to that. You know, who chose this <laughs> photo of me? Bro, by the way, this is like a version of your like pose face, which by the way, it's one of the great comedic pose faces I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, dude. It's 
funny. It doesn't make you look weird. You're not trying too hard. It's not the like, the like f- comedians do this face. They do like stupid faces. Mm-hmm. This is one of the great comedic headshot <laughs> poses I've ever seen. To be honest, this um, is this is not the best photo of me. I don't care. Fortunately, <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm lucky in that by being a comedian, you're rewarded for looking stupid. Dude, not a glamorous profession. This is, dude. It's a good. It's good. Fine, whatever. It's good. It's well, the, yeah, dude. You're fine. Okay, so um, I was trying to impersonate the face, the Francis face. Yesterday, I was going. <laughs> I can't really. I can't really do it. But I was. You got to raise your eyebrows a little. You got to look kind of like happily and <laughs> stupidly surprised. And then the key, you got to flare your nostrils. Make your nostrils as big, so big it's like you're trying to, yeah. <laughs> This has to be the clip, dude. We got to clip this. This is funny. This is great. Um, I don't even know how I settled on that. I just started Dude, it's really it. funny, man. But this is great. I mean, we're truly becoming part of the interruption here on Oops! The Podcast. We now have cardboard <laughs> head cutouts of people. We have Tony Reale check, fact-checking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, dude, yeah. So Hillary brought this back from The Bachelorette Weekend. Mm. I had a fun realization, man. So there's a lot to talk about around this topic, but I've realized that so what they they did a thing that Hillary I had seen Hillary do before as well. They dressed up like grandmas and then they went on like a pub crawl. There's always this really fun video that happens before the grandmas actually hit the street where there's this sort of uh, a camera is panning around the room and all these agile grandmas are just breaking it down and dancing and having a great time, which seems so funny. Then they do like some kind of video portion with surprises which we can talk more about because I know you were heavily involved in that. Yeah. Uh, and I realized, dude, I think that when I'm about to get married, I'm going to have a bachelorette party. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun, dude. That's so much better than hookers and cocaine. Yes. <laughs> I, I think it beats every bachelor party. <laughs> it beats, dude. It sounds like the best fucking time in the world. Julio's bachelorette party. What a brilliant <laughs> idea that is brilliant <laughs> isn't that good so get ready dude oh my god <laughs> yes wow that's so good dress up like grandpas hit the town and then uh yeah do a bunch of fun stuff it looked like a good time they appeared to have more fun than i've had combined <laughs> in the last three years of my life <laughs> and you know there's this thing too where you know, a lot of the ladies on the bachelorette party were messaging me pictures, messaging me pictures of themselves with Sierra of Sierra acting goofily. And I'm like, what, what are we doing here? You know, why are you, why do you, why are you sending me this shit? Is it to prove that she's capable of having fun without me? Is it to instill FOMO in me? Is it, you know, Look at this prize you've got. I, I don't. I, I don't get me wrong. I'm very happy to see them, but I'm wondering what the sort of impetus is there. This is funny. Okay, this is like randomly one of Francis's pet peeves I've noticed, which is funny. Like occasionally, I'll just like see the name Francis in the wild, and I'll tag Francis, and Francis is like annoyed. Am I? Can, I? <laughs> I you seem annoyed. Maybe what? you're not. But like I saw this. Like there was like a police. Like police don't cross, and then it just said Francis on top of it. I just thought that was funny, so I tagged Francis, and he, he you appeared to be annoyed. 
Uh, that's only because <laughs> that's only because you didn't have tone through text message. I think totally. I said something like I don't get it or something. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I didn't. I was like, but, I didn't know if I. I couldn't remember if we had an inside joke. Got it. Got it. Got it that got it. like meant police and got Francis. It. That's why I was like, just remind me. Totally. What this is for us. I didn't get it. There was no significance. <laughs> okay. So that's that's funny and that's fair. It's fine. I but wouldn't. It's yeah. happened. You've had similar kind of like puzzled reactions in the past to, to that. And this seems like something similar to me where like, I don't know, there's no real solid reason mm -hmm. other than, oh man, we're going to include you. We're having such a fun time. Fine. <laughs> that's a nice way. That's a nice way to think about it. But I was just wondering to myself, you know, if I were to do a bachelor party, would we be sending videos of ourselves like, you know, hemorrhaging chips at the blackjack table <laughs> to Sierra screaming fuck you to the dealer you know would we be i i don't know what it would be exactly because i don't even know as we said what i would do but i'm just you know i'm wondering if how we would include her would we you know yeah no like you you just send her a video of like you holding one of your friends in a headlock doing the sleeper hold that you yeah. just learned yeah, yeah. um but dude yeah it's true like bachelor parties are much more destructive than whatever this was. Yes. This seemed really nice. It and did. at one point, Francis and I were hanging out, um, and we had intended to hang out, which is funny because people were asking, were you guys just happened to be hanging out or had you planned to hang out? I'm like, we had planned to hang out. Mm. Uh, but apparently, I think Hillary FaceTimed me, I then panned to Francis, and apparently, dude, that just shut it, that shut it down. Everybody was like, oh! They went nuts, dude. Like an alley-oop. In the high school state championship, oh, God, me panning to Francis, everybody lost their fucking mind in the room, is what I've been told, ah, <laughs> which is amazing. I guess. It makes me laugh so hard. I don't, I don't know that I deserve that much hype. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There's a, there's a good part of me. <laughs> this fucking there's a popsicle dismembered head away. This fucking goofy <laughs> thing. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh yeah, we were at the stand having a couple Negron skis. Um, oh yeah, and that was the night I was thinking we might we might uh you know really turn it up a little together. But you had a lot. Uh, you of had fun spots on night too. Yeah, but I would have. You would have hosed him back there. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I would have liked to, but yeah, I no. I it's funny. I actually thought that you just ended up getting like booked up, and I I didn't know. Actually, I it was unclear to me if that is something that you'd be willing to do on a night of spots. Only probably I had three after the second one. Okay, I might have got it. Been got, willing. it got it. Got yeah, it. which makes sense. Would have wanted to keep it wise. together until totally. two thirds I, of the spots were done. Not suggesting that you wouldn't be able to keep it, it together in general. I'm sure you know. What I mean, we, yeah, we're big boys. Yeah, we can handle some drinks. Um, yeah, I had a <laughs> I had a spot, and then I ended up going to somebody's to to a friend's birthday birthday party, party. Julio, the mayor of birthday parties. birthday party boy. Yeah. Um. I went to a birthday party last night, actually, speaking of birthday parties. Yeah. Um, and I want to get back to the to the Bachelor Weekend. Sorry, there's a lot to cover with that. However, uh, somebody that I know, she had uh, the birthday girl vomited all over her. All over her face, her clothes, her hair. Someone vomited on the birthday girl. No, the birthday girl vomited on a friend. Wow. Uh, all over her. And she face and hair, face, hair, clothes, projectile, <laughs> Peter Griffin style vomit. Oh, I don't understand that. I so, don't understand how you can vomit on someone's face. 
So unless you are trying, it happened. It's like the Agreed. exorcist. It's crazy. It's yeah. It's insane. She then went home, showered, got dressed, went back out. I was like, that wow. is impressive. Wow. That is impressive commitment. Dude, if someone threw up on me, <laughs> um, I don't even know how many nights it would take for me to like be willing to re-enter the world. Dude, I, I would I, hide for a while. It's bad. We, if I even I'd step in a puddle so of vomit, grossed. I'm grossed out. Grossed out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's bad. Bad. Yeah. Dude, summer has sort of officially begun. Sprung. Summer has sprung. I'm sprung <laughs> for the summer. <laughs> Wearing bird dogs. Feeling great because the <laughs> underwear liner's moving with me. I'll T-Pain for you. Throw back. Uh, man, I'd love to see T-Pain rocking some bird dogs. Yeah, he'd probably he'd probably like them. He'd probably Smooth look good. Smooth guy. He likes to be comfortable. They are the most comfortable. I'm wearing my pants right now. They're most amazing. comfortable pants, shorts I've ever owned or worn. Uh, they have a built-in underwear liner, which doesn't bunch. Feels better than underwear that you could wear. The shorts are excellent because you can rock them. You can jump in a pool with them. You're not going to have to be that guy that says, hey, do you think it's cool if I go swimming in my boxers? Oh, don't God, even have to worry about it. Guy. Don't even have to worry about it. Just jump right in. You got your bird dogs on. They'll dry fast. You can play tennis in them. You can go to the beach, get a little sandy. Doesn't matter. Just an awesome, awesome array of colors and fun and everything you could possibly want for the summer. There's no doubt, man. It's just a really solid item. Um, and yeah, all the Bird Dogs products, very worth having. Uh, they're a fun gift. They're a cool company. Uh, they've been with us from the get, and uh, we certainly love them. Huge fans, go to birddogs.com, use promo code BANANA, and that's going to get you a dad hat. A oh, new yeah. dad hat with the sweet Bird Dogs bird logo on the front. Everyone needs a new hat for summer. It's very swag. Uh, promo code BANANA. Website is birddogs.com. Check out all their shorts and everything. You'll love it. Trust us. Um, okay. So wait. Back to Bachelorette weekend yeah. uh, stuff. So so Hillary was supposed to go on Thursday when everybody was going, I believe. And her flight got delayed. And then she had a meeting that she like needed to be sitting in on. So she just couldn't go till the next day. Wow. So she was actually hanging with them at the airport. Do you know this? No. She was at the airport hanging out with the group. Then went home, and then the next morning went back to the airport. Oh my and went, god! And she dude. had to leave early to go for work, to go somewhere for work. She went for twenty four hours. Yeah, and now she's in f France sleeping on a yacht. Her room is on the yacht, <laughs> dude. What a crazy! And she's not dynamic like this. Like she, I, I'm, I'm. She's, she did it in stride, but she has been bouncing around in a way that like is not her nature, and I'm impressed. I, yeah. She's doing a good it's, job. Uh, She's doing a good it's job. It's such an interesting thing where, you know, at least if you live, maybe it's a seasonal thing, but if you if you live in, let's say, New York or the Northeast or something like that, you go months and months and months uh, being sort of a creature of habit and enjoying your routine, having fun on the weekends, but for the most part, like whatever, chilling. All of a sudden, summer hits. <laughs> it's so true. And... It just, it is so easy for life to become a bender. Yeah. And without even kind of realizing totally, it. Totally, dude. You just are all of a sudden, yeah, the weather's warm. I guess uh, 14 nights in a row of, <laughs> of drinking and, and being around people and saying yes to every single plan that comes my way. Totally. Is my life for, for now on. So accurate. I don't, I don't really get it, but that's what happens. And she's, I mean, credit to her. Yeah, to your point. 
the the the, the amount of yes ma'aming. She's being a yes ma'am. She's being a yes ma'am. <laughs> yes, she's being a yes ma'am. And That's the good. amount how deep she's yes ma'aming is uh is truly selfless and impressive. Yeah, she's crushing it. Yeah. She's crushing it. So I hope she is able to enjoy her time out there, even though it's technically a work trip. It seems like it's pretty fun. So mm-hmm. what was the scouting report that you got from the weekend? Well, Sierra got home, you know, late yesterday. Their flights home were pretty bundled. They were in Asheville, North Carolina, which was cool. Uh, you know, tons of breweries. I think it's like one of the brewery capitals of the world now. It's supposed or, to be a country. cool spot. But it's also the Blue Ridge Mountains, and there's hiking, and they did a a rafting on a little inner tubes floating down a river for hours, cool. linked together in a circle with coolers of beer in the middle. I mean, that sounds fucking awesome. That sounds cool. I would like to do that. That sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and then just some some really fun stuff going to bouncing around in the breweries and stuff like that. So she got home, and of course, you know, she's a husk of her former self. <laughs> she's an empty corn husk. She her voice is gone. Her she's been flying and delayed, and she's got that airport airport layer of sweat and grime and. <laughs> sweating out the booze and the you know queso dip oh god from three straight days of partying and you know i knew that that i because i when i come home from the road and, and stuff like that that i i know i'm all too familiar with this feeling and all you want is to just be taken care of so i made sure uh to clean the apartment light all the candles very nice have the air conditioning ripping for her make the couch you know make everything up and uh (laughs) just just let her come in and collapse nice dude and we ordered some indian food fun and we just chilled and then we went to bed at nine o'clock last night (laughs) oh my god through the night until 8 a.m. Oh, 11 that's hours. That's amazing. Got 11 hours of sleep. That's special. And the only reason I was able to match her utter coma state <laughs> was because I had woken up uh, and I'd gone to play golf again yesterday morning. And I was playing with a couple of my buddies and we were drinking heavily. Got it. Just really drinking. You know what my, my favorite drink on the golf course is? What? I'm actually curious. We don't know this. I'm very very curious. (laughs) I like a Tito's soda splash of grapefruit juice. Oh, that's that's very nice. It's called a Greyhound, I think. Okay, it makes sense. Yeah, Greyhound is my drink. Are you a vodka drinker typically? I like vodka and tequila. Mm -hmm. But if if it's going to be tequila, I can't, I can only have lime as as the fruit. I, I couldn't have like a tequila soda, pineapple. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I couldn't even have a tequila soda lemon. Right. I need it to be a, a cousin to the margarita. Got it. Because that's the only familiar fruit that I can pair with tequila. I think that's fair. Yeah, and I don't fair. really like drinking tequila straight or on the rocks or even just a tequila soda. I'm going to need some lime in there. I like it. I like it. You like tequila. Do I like do. tequila much more than vodka? I, I actually can't really drink vodka anymore. Why is that? I just don't really like it. Like, if there's nothing else and I'm having a night, sure. But, like, I, I don't know. Mm. I, I'm not really sure. I switched over to tequila at some point in the last few years. A buddy of mine 100%. that was 
we were out shooting those Gillian Keefe sketches. Uh, Gerber is his name. He's a very funny guy. Mm-hmm. He, we were talking about drinking, and um, you know, he he says he's a nightly guy, he likes to have two drinks a night. He said, "Cool," but he's very disciplined. He won't have this more. Danny, than that. Danny Palmer is like this. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I said, "What's your drink of choice?" And he goes, "Vodka on the rocks." Damn. And I was like, "You're cla- that's classy." Yeah. And he goes, I love it. You know, that first sip after a long day, he goes, I love that pinch. Yeah, that's that's a nice way to describe I it. I had never heard that before, and I loved I like that I like description. Pinch. pinch is good. The pinch of the mouth, the pinch of the gullet, <sighs> the pinch of the inner organs warming yeah. as, the, as the liquid flows down between the pieces of your being like a ball dropping at one of those carnival games where it bounces off the different yeah. <laughs> things and tries to settle into the correct slot at the bottom. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I have I know friends parents who like four o'clock comes, they'll have like a gray goose on the rocks. Which like wow. is something that I didn't even know parents did. My yeah. parents alcohol relationship is just so like not doesn't involve liquor like that. Nor nor to do my parents my parents drink wine. That's same, kind same. Of it. And, you know, they like it. But, yeah, I've never seen them just drink liquor. They actually hate it. Yeah. So, but anyway, so I, 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 maybe I'm aware that that's a thing, the idea of, like, and maybe, like, a good vodka, like, a very good vodka is much more is palatable, tolerable. Dude, I don't know, man. I mean, let's put it this way. Compare a $150 bottle of tequila to a $30 bottle of tequila. The difference is night and day. There's a big difference, but like for vodka, is, is it, does that I even don't, exist? I don't know that there is a, the same difference. Maybe right. I mean obviously there must be, but can, right. what 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 is the highest end vodka you can buy? Right. I so interesting point. Maybe the market for it just like doesn't exist yet. But like to me, it's like Grey Goose, Belvedere, whatever, and those definitely taste much better than like quote shittier vodkas. Tito's is very good. Like all those and to me, but that's it. And but with tequila, there's like. Oh, this is a, you know what I mean? Like right. you can get like a random rare bottle of tequila or some shit that you've never heard of. Right. That's incredible. Right. And I don't, I don't know about that for vodka. Nor do I. Chris, you got any super elite high end sought after vodkas? Didn't P. Diddy have a vodka? Ciroc? I don't know. That is, it, isn't there like a Ciroc elite oh, or something? Interesting. That you, I only know this because you know at nightclubs you see the menu. You look at the most expensive bottle of vodka. I think it's his. Oh, really? Super high end one. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, so, so what is the Drake breakdown? Or the Drake breakdown? Jesus, the drink breakdown for a day on the golf course for you look like Chris. I'll let you answer this question if you got something first. A lot of yeah, very Chris. What do you got? The highest end vodkas are a uh, billionaire vodka. Apparently, it goes for um, seven million dollars. <laughs> what? I have the dragon, five and a half million dollars. But these are like one of a kind, whatever. Are you yeah, talking about buying like, the company? Why? <laughs> seven million dollars, five million dollars a bottle. Let me do more research. Yeah, thank it just you. Just doesn't sound right. Um. Okay, so. At what point do you have the first one on the course? You know, I would say that a lot of it depends on the people I'm playing with, but mm-hmm. I have one very good friend, and the two of us, when we play together, we like to booze. Yeah, I know. I think I know. He brings it about. out in me, and we also play really well together. We're often on a team together, and we kind of match each other's drinks. Mm-hmm. And I hate this. I hate that this is true, but 
playing golf for me between three and five drinks, I am noticeably and inarguably better <laughs> at golf. And the reason is it quiets right. It quiets the nerves mm-hmm. and shots that should be easy but are often hard because of different factors like wind coming across or you think about the danger on either side of the fairway. When I've had three drinks, it's a layup. You're going for the pen. Well, I I wouldn't even <laughs> say that. It's not it's not so much that. It's like it's not it, you know, it it's more like if on a on a par 5 if the second shot, you're in the fairway after your drive, the second shot you got to hit, you know, to a narrow layup area to go for the green after that. That second shot, which is like a 6 iron or a 7 iron, uh-huh. that you just got to hit 180 yards you know, down the middle of the fairway somehow, which on a driving range, you could hit it 100 times out of 100. Right. But you're thinking about, oh, shit, there's yeah. a tree branch. There's yeah. the water on the, you know. You're like, I should be able to hit this very easily. I've hit it 100 times yeah. straight on the driving range. The fo- you lose your form. You lose your confidence. Yeah. The, the doubt starts to creep in. You get tight. Three drinks. Gone. You're not, you're not even thinking about the, the problems. Crazy. And it's easy as hell. Crazy. So... Yeah, I played really well. Is this really why well. golfers are like oftentimes like boozers? Or is that Well, I think it? there's also this whole world of like guys that drive around in golf carts and have a cooler and just get yeah. fucked up and it you know, they can't it, they're not even noticing the difference. They're just bad. They're just drunks. They're just drunks. <laughs> yeah. Because I I do know that if I have more than 4 drinks, right. I will be and, and by the way, I'll maintain 3 to 4 drinks. So if I've had okay. my four drinks too quickly, I'll wait. Right. Or I'll have right. a water. You know what I mean? I, right. I'm not I'm not going, oh, five drinks, six drinks. Right. But six I, drinks now you're like missing multiple bunker shots. Yeah, you lose one. your balance on your putts a little bit. The line's not as clear. Yeah, yeah. You start to make dumb mistakes. You don't care. Yeah. You know, I think there is a fine line. But again, that three drink pleasant indifference to the threat of the golf course is the sweet spot where you know i and i shot 77 yesterday i was playing wow. and it was really windy i was one over on the front the back was really hard and uh came in at 77 so wow. pretty happy pretty good bro yeah but i want my uh i want my handicap to go up because it's pretty high right now we're about to play some tournaments mm. and it's it's because of these lower scores it's going to come down mm. which will mean that i'll be in a worse position heading into these tournaments got it got it interesting yeah Dude, so I got to be honest, there's this moment sometimes if I'm, if I'm having people over after a night and everybody, we're hanging, we're drinking, and somebody rolls up a joint and starts smoking the joint, I want to do it too. I want to do it too, but guess what? I don't want to be super high. No. Thank God I have a pack of Dadgrass pre-rolls sitting on my counter. You rip that shit out. I can smoke too <sighs> and kind of still function and have my brain with me. That's why Dadgrass is one of the best products for Look something at like G, that. Look G, participating. <laughs> you gotta participate mofo. you know mm-hmm. uh and do they also have other really cool chill products the tincture the cbd tincture mm-hmm. a couple drops under the tongue yep i can't think of a thing that's more chill yeah. a little sub sub tongue uh drop a rooney uh dagrass products are all federally legal and shipped to all 50 states um it's smokable hemp mm-hmm. so it looks like a joint is a joint but it's just made with cbd 
instead of having yeah. something rich in THC. It's not going to send you to the moon and make you start eating your shoelaces. Exactly, dude. It's amazing. You're like a goddamn psychopath. <laughs> all right. So like I just said, all Dagrass products are federally legal for ages 21 and over, and it ships right to your door anywhere in the U.S. Right now, Dagrass is offering our listeners 20% off your first order when you go to dagrass.com slash oops. Go to dadgrass.com slash oops for 20% off your first order. That's dadgrass.com slash oops for mellower vibes. Um, it's funny you say that because I noticed this not with golf, but with bowling. Me and my friends like to go get shit faced and bowl. And so like, fun. Bowling feels like such a thing that you can do right, but your body just like doesn't do it. And then so when you're drunk, you just like throw it. And you're you like, just I don't, I don't it. care yeah. at all. Makes yeah. sense. Makes and sense. it's fun. And so I found like a bunch of lists. They're all kind of different, but. Um, on this, it says original Ciroc, Oxford Rye Organic Vodka, uh, Hangar One, Zyr, Z-Y-R, Grey Goose. I've heard of that one. Okay, so so the, they have their, like, the, all these good vodkas have, like, their, their like, reserve card, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. yeah. A vodka. Interesting. Yeah. Dude, if the stars ever align, we should do a father-son golf outing. That would be fun. That'd be I, fun. Your dad's pretty good, right? Solid, yeah. very solid. I yeah. would, I would definitely be the worst player, but I'm like, doesn't matter. I'm not so bad that it would like ruin the day. Like, no. I'm, I, I'm like one of those guys who like I'll hit three or four sick shots, and you'll see what I maybe could be if I, uh, you know, played or whatever. Uh, but then I'll also be terrible mm-hmm. a lot of the time as well. Mm-hmm. But that would be fun. <laughs> it'd be great i would fucking love that i'm not a snob about golf i don't mind playing with people of all skill levels yeah at all but yeah you three i think would be good it sounds like a good uh match because my dad's pretty solid nice. um sounds like your dad's pretty solid nice and we can maybe do best ball or something totally. so that so that i wouldn't bring us down too much when i rip it into the woods or into the water it's amazing how popular golf has become um i you know covid created a need for golf people flocked to it like the most golf friendly or the most covid friendly activity it that truly exists. is you're socially distanced <laughs> you're outside you're you know you're not walking around other people too closely mm-hmm. and just a ton of people picked up the game and it's it's great you know uh but but uh you know for those of us that really enjoyed open fairways and not having to wait behind groups before that has definitely become even as a member of a place yeah nice. yeah man even private places have just gotten more and more crowded taking on way more members can i you ask know? you a question about the handicap thing mm-hmm. so like it's just straight up an honor system like could you theoretically lie about your score to get better placement? yeah you could you could but it would not benefit you at all to put lower scores in so there's 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 two sides of, of handicaps one is like in terms of the way that people give you shit for your handicap. If you have a really low handicap, let's say you said, oh, I'm a 1.4 mm-hmm. index or I'm scratch, which means zero, mm-hmm. right? And then you went out and played poorly. Everyone would say, oh, that's a vanity handicap. Got it. You know, you're Got just it. lying to yourself. You're not that good. There's right. no way right. this guy's actually a 1.6. Right. You're giving yourself a couple extra, you know, you're you're giving yourself gimmies. You're putting in a bunch of like seventy twos and seventy threes right. on. You're putting those into your your app or whatever that calculates your your handicap, and and everyone says this guy's full of shit. <laughs> okay, but typically people don't mind that as much as the other side, which is a sandbagger. 
What's that? Have you heard of a sandbagger? I've heard sandbag and son of a bitch yes. from whatever movie that's So around. sandbagger in golf is when you say, I'm a 12 index, I'm a 12, 13, 14, handicap, whatever. So you're, you have a really high index, which means that if you're playing a match, if you're playing a, a, a round where you're playing a, a proper match, and you're playing against another person that has a, a three index, and you're a 13, you're going to get 10 strokes against them. Oh, so the way it works is that on each why that's how you make golf even fair. Got it. it. It's how you can have a group of where there's let's say four golfers of totally varied skill levels, and it 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 gives the people who are worse a fighting chance against the people who are better. But why should the people who are worse have a chance against the people who are, who are better? The people who are better. So because they just be it's really tough to find a group of four people that have exactly the same level of skill. But why would it matter if they're not competing against each other? Well, the point is they are. But, okay, okay, so... You go out with three of your buddies, you want to have a little fun match. Let's say, hey, five bucks on the front nine, five bucks on the back nine, ten bucks overall. Let's play two teams of two, best ball. Got it. Got winning it. score from either team on each hole. You win that hole, you're up one. Got it. Right? Got it, got it, got it. And I bring my buddy who's a terrible golfer, but we've also got a guy in the middle. You know, you pick your teams. You put okay. the guy who's the really okay. good with the worst golfer. You put the two middle got guys it. together, and you have a fun match. And hopefully, it's in the interest it's of close. having a dope outing. And it also it allows the person who's not very good to contribute and be part of the have a fighting chance. So if you're manipulating your handicap, ultimately the it, it becomes a difficult lie to maintain. It just makes your life much easier to just honestly record your scores. Yes, but dude, again, it's like a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation where if your handicap is too low, everyone's like, that guy's full of shit. He's not that good. That's a vanity handicap. Mm -hmm. If your handicap is too high because you're honestly putting your scores right. in and all of a sudden you're playing against a guy who's much better and they yeah, have to give down, you a bunch and of strokes and you play well and you beat them, yeah. they say that guy's a sandbag and son okay. of a bitch. <laughs> He's not actually a 13 handicap. He shuts 75. He's hustling you. He's a hustler and he's yeah. an asshole. And Got people it. typically hate that person more right. than the person who says they're better than they actually but are. But is that just some shit that people say? Like, okay, what if like me, for example, right? There have been times where I'll go out there and I'll play amazing. And... It is in no way reflects what I would normally do. Yes. And that's why with you, it would be difficult to actually assign you a handicap because I'd assume you don't have one. I just one. don't play enough. Yeah. Yeah. And you might have, we might say, okay, well, let's give Julio a stroke a hole for fun. Right. Mm -hmm. But then you come out and miraculously shoot like 80 we're going to be mad at you. We're going to right. think that you lied. We're going to think you actually have been playing a ton. Got it. And you're playing the, you're, you're like the white men can't jump when Woody Harrelson right. comes out and he's like, you guys want me to play some basketball? And then he's amazing. Yeah. And he's unbelievable. Okay. 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 Some hustler shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's just such a, like, it's a ridiculous thing to be doing, but I get it. I mean, I know that there's, but there's the, like, so there'll be a guy at a club where you're like, don't play with him. Like his Julio. I started taking athletic greens because my gut health, my gut was telling me that my gut health was not good. <laughs> hey, Francis. My gut would rumble. I'd get cramps. I would pass painful bowel movements. Mm. Uh, people thought I smelled bad. <laughs> and it was embarrassing. 
And then I found Athletic Greens, and I'm not kidding you, it really did clean out my gut. Dude, it's amazing. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. Special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all of that stuff, dude. It's lifestyle-friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial uh, stuff in there. And it costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Can't beat that, huh? No, you cannot. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with the convenient daily nutrition. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com hoops. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash oops to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. You want to hear a crazy story, dude? Please. Yes, I'd love to. This is great. There was a guy. There was a guy. And this is really kind of insider golf shit. So apologies for anyone who doesn't give a shit about golf. I mean, dude, I really loved the cheating hole in one guy story. That was a good one. Yeah. so. So this is similar. So, um, there's a major club, like member guest uh, tournament at a club I know. I'm not going to say the name. It's not my club. But um, a few years ago, a, a, a guy I know from my club got invited to play in that tournament. And I think somehow there's a like a, a way that you can bet on yourself or you can bet on certain members playing in the tournament to win. And the pool becomes very, very large. Huge. This is a very expensive club, so a lot of people have a ton of money. And this guy bet on himself to win it all. Bet on himself to win it all. Now, I think two weeks prior, he had played in another tournament, another member guest at a different club, where it was match play, right? So match play versus stroke play. You know the difference there? Uh, Match play, you're just playing against one guy. Stroke play, you're playing against the field. Well, sort of. In stroke play, which is what we see in the majors and all the major golf tournaments typically, other than the Ryder Cup, Mm -hmm. uh, stroke play, you know, it's your total score to par. However many strokes it took you to hit to to finish the round, uh, whoever has the fewest strokes wins, right? Got it. it. But that means you have to finish every hole. There are no gimmies. Uh-huh. The other team can't say, that's good, pick it up. Okay. Right? Got it. Uh, so you have, you know, even if you have a, a six-inch putt, you got to put it in the hole and finish okay. it. Um, whereas match play, a lot of the time, if it's one-on-one, you know, if, if, you, if you've hit your first drive in the water and then you hit a second ball into the woods and the other guy's on the green in two, you might just say, your hole, dude. Okay, got give, it. Give me like I don't want. I don't it. feel like finishing the whole. I've lost. Let's got just it. move on. Got it. And all that's happened is that that person has just won the hole, so they're one, one up. One up. Got it. So somebody might win on the sixteenth hole because they they're up three holes, or you know what I mean. Uh-huh. There's only two remaining, so they've won the match. Interesting. Matches over on the fifteenth, sixteenth hole. Cool. Um, and it's it's a lot more pleasant, frankly, to play match play a lot of the time because you're not sweating. You know, right. your three, three foot lead. putts. If you have a nine on a hole, you don't care. You can just let right. it go because all you're you're just down one. That is nice that instead is nice. of down seventeen strokes. Right. 
That's very nice. So match play is really fun. That's typically what I will only ever play when I'm playing with my friends. Now, uh, this member guest tournament that the guy had played in two weeks prior to the big one was match play. And technically, according to the rules of, I think, the USGA and the Jin app, which is the app that tracks your handicap, because your handicap changes, it gets uh, updated based on the scores that you're putting in, and you're supposed to put in your scores from every round of golf you play, right? Mm -hmm. No matter what. Mm -hmm. But this match play, that tournament that he had played in, I know it, and it's a fucking shit show. It is dudes boozing super hard. It's people, you know, not finishing three of the 18 holes, ball in pocket, you know, yeah, blew up on that hole. Let's just move on. Uh-huh. Give me my max. Like you don't you don't keep a stroke score. Right. You don't. Right. I mean, it would be insane to because yeah. you're you just there's no way to. Yeah, but you've no you I wouldn't be able to retrace. I've played in this tournament. I wouldn't be able to retrace what I shot as a score. Um and it's very kind of friendly and goofy and it's like nine hole matches. It's not even 18 hole matches. So again, it's not an 18-hole score to par. But he had played in that tournament. He bets on himself in the big member guest. He's a higher handicap guy, plays out of his mind, and wins the whole tournament. At the first one? No, no. This is the second one. The second one, two weeks later, right? Yeah. Wins $140,000. Wow. Another member of that club went into the pro shop and and a lot of people were throwing out the oh, this guy's a sandbagger you know mm-hmm. he was playing really well he wasn't a 14 handicap another member went into the pro shop and said bring up his score input history on his because you can see other people's from other clubs too yeah from this app got it bring That's it up cool. and show me that he put his scores in because i this guy had been playing in the member guest two weeks prior. He was there at the same tournament that that guy, the guy who won, was at. Okay. Which, again, as I said, like you're technically supposed to put your scores in, but I don't even know how you would. For a match play. Got it. Yeah. And he's, he noticed that this guy had not put scores in from that tournament. Mm-hmm. He told on him, and the guy had to forfeit and lose the 140 grand. Wow. Wow. All because a member ratted on him. So you think that's bullshit? It's bullshit in the sense that uh, the tournament that he had not put scores in from, nobody put scores okay, in so, from. Okay, but he had, he had scores put in from other things. From everything else. So then that's bullshit. Correct. I'm surprised that they would make him forfeit. I agree with that. Wow. But the only only defense of the guy who ratted on him is that the guy who won is notorious for being a sandbagger. Got it. And his 14 handicap. So the handicap comes into play when you're when you're adding up the scores and shit. Correct. Because it's okay. Yeah. He's the kind of guy who if he went out and shot this... a 75, he might not put it in. Okay. Because that would bring his index down. down. And so for this though, this was match play too, this place? I think it was match play, but again, if it's match play, you're going off of your index. Right. 
uh, he's getting strokes against better players, which makes his life easier. Hustler. Potentially. But, dude, it's an amount of money where you could almost sue. Right. Like, you could almost sue somebody, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. For that amount of money at a a golf tournament. I I don't, you know, it's a story that a lot of people have told. And there are two sides of the fence. Some people defend the guy who told him. I'm like, what a, for me, it's like, what a bitch move. Yeah. Because that guy wasn't even in contention. He wasn't even, he, it wasn't like he lost uh-huh. and came in second to this guy. Yeah. He was just a bystander watching and was like, I bet that guy wasn't honest. Right. 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 So crazy, bro. Yeah. Day kind of in life on the fairway, bro. Notorious story there. Um, Good stuff, man. All right, well, what do you got coming up? I have a lot of excitement. Love it. The summer is clearing up and getting fun. Love it. I am going to be in Arlington, the Washington, D.C. area, at the Arlington Draft House, July 22nd and 23rd. And now I'm going to be doing St. Louis Helium. Sick. With Lil Sass. Nice. From Barstool Sports, we're going to go put our uh, talents together. And co-headline that show. Uh, so we hope you'll come out and see us because uh, we have a lot of fun together. So come see us do that. Very cool, man. What about um, you? 14th to the 17th, I'm in uh, the Tampa area. Side Splitters, Wesley Chapel in St. Petersburg. Um, tickets on my website, uh, notholio.com. Hope to see you guys down there. Yeah. Sorry, tickets for mine, FrancisEllis.com. Perfect. Thanks, everyone.